I mean, I can't play the music. Right, We're not on the cool. program today. That's cool. All right. Bum podcast. Bum podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. All right. All right. So today we got something special going on. Something very special. Something very special. In the house, we have Miss um, Rivers. Miss uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Ms. laughs> Ms. Shana Rivers is, is joining us today. Um, mm-hmm. We got a, a, a hopefully a special topic to talk about. And so mm-hmm. extended outside of this, this father-son duo, we yeah. needed to have a- Just a, our realm of understanding. Yeah, outside of our realm of understanding. So we need a female perspective. And so um, Ms. Rivers decided to jump in. So I want Ms. Rivers to jump in and introduce herself to the Bone Podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I'm <laughs> Shana Rivers and Mr. Clarence and Mr. T today. I hope y'all like what I say. <laughs> well, I mean, they ain't got like. like my- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all fun and games. All fun and games. All right, so cool. So, so today, I mean, we don't. I mean, do we, do we really have a, a topic yet? I like mean, a name for it? Yeah, I I don't have a name. I mean, because like, in, like I it's don't. funny because I want again, I want to say male female relationships, but then I, again, with this whole politically correct thing about female and you know male, I, I don't. <laughs> so we'll figure it out. But so he, well, I was gonna say he, she, like I can't even say that. Um, relationships. relationships. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So we'll, we'll roll with relationships. All right. And so I got a question I'm going to lead in with, and I'm going to sit back and I'm going to just play um, the advocate. I'm, I'm going to play off of both sides or off of both conversations. And I'm going to try to let Shana and um, T kind of run with it. And I'm just going to sit back and just see what I can add because mm-hmm. they, they're probably more subject matter experts than myself. So I was oh, reading sorry. something um, this past week and had several conversations with several different people about this topic. And, and we felt like T and I felt like it'd be good to kind of open it up on our podcast. Right. And so um, it, it reads, ladies, please take note. Men attend to women for two reasons, sex and love. But in most cases, men do not marry for sex or for love. They marry for stability. And so that's the question. It's not my question. It was something that was just put out there in the ethers. And so I have... A male perspective, oh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, a man who will give me his perspective and a lady, a woman, who will mm-hmm. give me her perspective. And then we'll try to figure out if we can meet somewhere in the middle and uh, agree to disagree or, you know, whatever. So, uh, which one of y'all want to go first? I mean, the man you, can go go first? you want me to go first? All right. All right, I'll go first. So, I, <clears throat> I agree. Um to a certain extent, I feel like there's some caveats to it, but I feel like at the end of the day, the reason anybody gets married is for stability. And this is why, because like you can go through life, have relationships with a lot of different people, any amount of people, um, you love different people. Um, the majority of people love more than one person throughout their lifetime. And I feel like, even in the dating game, you can date somebody, have a partner for however many years. But when you get married, I feel like it's when you, y'all get to that place where you see yourselves kind of functioning together. Um, you're, you become a stable unit. And so you're solidifying that for marriage. And so that's why I would say it's for stability. Whereas you can love someone in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship or whatever relationship, friends relationship, you can have love for somebody. But when it comes out of marriage, I feel like that's when you're trying to settle into that um, that side of stability. But that's how I feel about it. All right, all right, I hear you. Ms. Rivers, what you think? All right, well, um, so in the beginning, yeah, I, I've thought it over. With stability, 
I believe that at the beginning, of course, when you first get married, of course, they're going to be, they're looking for that stable relationship. They freaking, they propose to this person, all that. But it just seems that later on, like, they, there's infidelity. So that's why I don't agree with infidelity, because if you want to be in a stable relationship with your wife, why are you stepping out? Like, even, like, men that I have known for years in my church, in my family, like, um, if they're... <laughs> Even if they want a stable relationship, it's like, why are you, why are you stepping out on your wife if, if you if you want this stable household, if you want this to work, why are you stepping out? Your wife is being faithful, and so I don't agree with that. But in the beginning, yeah, it's all love. But I feel like after after a while, things started to change. Okay, so I'm a, I'm gonna read this again, right? Oh, uh, you, you have something to say? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So I had two, two things that I got from that, or two thing, two points that. Uh, I thought of, I forgot one of them. I'm going to be honest. So I'm going to just go with the second one. Um, So stability, I feel like when we're talking about stability, stability in relationship, yes. But I feel like even more so than just stability in relationship, because the same way you have relationship before a marriage, I feel like it's more Mm -hmm. so a stability of life. Um, I, I know I was reading up or something. I, you read, read, you showed it to me as well. It's talking about peace of mind and how men are searching for peace of mind. And so, um, not saying, like, not not that I'm an advocate for stepping out or anything, but you can be in a relationship that's quote unquote stable. Um, but if man's feeling like they're not getting that peace of mind, that could be one of those reasons that cause them to step out. Like they feel they feel that even though the relationship is supposedly in a good place where how other people are seeing it, but from inside that relationship, they might not be feeling that stability when it comes to their life or it's throwing off work-life balance, all that type of stuff. Um, Not advocating for it, but just still talking about that stability piece. I don't know if you have anything to say about that. I got something to say, but I'll wait. So they they thought, like, so it was stable, but then, like, they're, they're starting to think, like, they're from their partner's side, like they're not feeling it, the stability after a while. It's because, like, it's more more than just relationship stability. It's more than just me and you are cool. Like, how is my overall life affected as well? Because a relationship is a piece of your life. It's not your whole life. And so if your life is getting thrown off or things are happening, that kind of thing, even though it's like you're in that relationship, you got together, you felt stable together, that's an ongoing thing. I remember what my other point was. Ah, it doesn't. It's good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Jay, don't I'm good. I'm go good. Ahead, sure. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. So, all right. So, I want to. I want to go deep. I want to go deep. And, and and because I think right, right now we're like it's like an ice cream, and we scooping off the top of the ice cream, and it gets a lot deeper. But I'm gonna read this again, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to push y'all a little deeper. Okay. All right. It says, ladies, please take note. Men attend to women for two reasons. Mm-hmm. Men attend to women for two reasons: sex and love. Men attend to women for two reasons: okay. sex and love. But in most cases, men do not marry for sex and love; they marry for stability. So you're talking about looking past because just the word "marry" or well, no, because I mean honestly. So, so to be honest, um, <laughs> what what you're speaking of of of, of affairs or stepping outside of the marriage, there. Men typically step out of the ma- outside of the marriage for sex and love, mm. but they stay married for stability. 
right? right? And it's not that I'm condoning stepping outside of a marriage. That's not what I'm saying. But all I'm saying is, like, if there's a man who, um, and and I'm not a, I'm not a marriage counselor. I'm not. A, I, I, I guess I call <laughs> myself a, a pseudo marriage expert because I've been married for over thirty years. Yeah. But what I can tell you is this: um, men, men, men do want that stability in their home. And so, like, even thinking about it from as a young man, you can have all these women throwing themselves at you, and it feels good to the ego, right? But at the same time, it's almost like self sabotage because because I, I'm just gonna tell you like a man. I'm just gonna say it, say it like a man thing. I mean, if I got it that easy, somebody else can get it that easy. So this ain't the person that I want to add stability to my life. Mm-hmm. And so men will, 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 will run around and play games for the longest with people who are willing to play the game. But then when they marry somebody, mm-hmm. they're going to marry somebody that, that's not into that game. That's not into that game. That's down that's going to stay. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so that's the one thing I want to understand. And so that's what, that's what I want to go in this, as, as deep in the conversation. And that's why I wanted somebody on, on the call that would value relationships. Because you'll have a lot of people that are getting on and they'll be like, okay, well, since they like to play the game, I'm going to be the master playing this game. And it's like you're playing the game to your detriment. Because I'm going to tell you, men, I'm hard on the, on, on, the, on a man, right? From the perspective of, I know we don't grow up unless we have to. Right. And so um, if, you, if you recognize, if there's some, as, I'm, as a man, like if I have a girl that's going to hold me accountable, right? And I respect the girl that's going to hold me accountable. She's going to make me be better and do better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's going to make me be, be, be better and do better. And if you want to know, if you want to know, and this is not a game and I'm not asking anybody to play a game, but if you really want to know um, whether uh, a man is down with you, hold him accountable. If he's not willing to be held accountable, he ain't the man for you. And I've seen that play, play out over and over again. And I've had countless conversations with female uh, girls ladies, young ladies, women, who will be like, well, I ain't his mama. I'm like, no, you're not his mama. But you got to realize, especially, man, there's a whole ne- another dynamic, man, how men go from their mom's household to looking for a mama. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a whole other mm-hmm. um, um, dialogue that we can have. But the thing is, if you let him play, he's going to want to play. And he's going to play. Well, um, what you were saying about, like, they they go out and they're looking for like sex and love. So why do you think um why do you think they they still want that stability in their home? Like they still want their wife. Why do they want for something else? Like I, I hear I hear in the Bible like the woman is like supposed to um like long for their husband or whatever. Like why don't the like in your perspective, Mr. Clarence, what do you feel about that? Okay, so I'm glad you brought the Bible in. I wasn't. But so here's the thing, right? First of all, you have to understand that marriage is an institute, is, is a biblical institute. Like God called a family into being before he even called it the church into being, right? And so mm-hmm. in order for you to maintain a, I think, I see this is gonna be this is gonna be controversial, but this is my this is my, my opinion. Like a really healthy relationship, you have to have God at the center. And that's the thing. And mm-hmm. so um because because <laughs> um, go ahead. Oh, you can go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say because a relationship is a relationship. Um, even even when you're talking like your partner, that's even mm-hmm. like it's the same as like with a friend. Like there's falling in, there's falling out. There you go. There um, you go. With a parent, you 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 might love your parent, but you may have um 
like disagreements. Y'all may not like each other as much at certain periods of time and all that. And so, especially with a marriage, because when it comes to marriage, marriage is really set up that it very well may be the longest lasting relationship. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's 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 a long yeah. thing. And so, especially with someone that you're dealing with every day. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, the, those emotions, those feelings, it's it's a flow. It goes here, it goes there, but you have to develop a foundation, right? Um, right. Whether that be God or whatever you decide to do, yeah. or whatever you find, you have to develop some foundation that keeps y'all together, even in times where maybe it's like where people kind of feeling one foot in, one foot out, almost. I, I and I, I don't like plugging stuff, but I'm a plug a book. And um, I'm going to plug this book. I'm not going to tell you, if, I mean, if, if you like it, then you can go get it. But it's called His Needs, Her Needs. Um, and, and His Needs, Her Needs breaks it down, I think, very eloquently. And, and they, they look at relationships like bank accounts. And bank accounts yeah. come with debits or credits. And this will speak to, right. and this is how they speak to um, uh, affairs. It's a great metaphor, by the way. Is it? It's great. I, I like this one. Um, <laughs> and so it's like, for instance, say, Shana, um, you and T. Y'all do not talk to each other at all, right? Y'all, y'all had a couple conversations, but y'all don't talk to him. And so every time he talks to you or says something to you or texts you or tweets you, you can say something really nice, right? And every time you say something really nice, just think about his bank account that has Shana's name on it. So you just put a deposit in that bank account. I'm serious. This is this is his knees hurting. Right. for real. He, and so every time he says something to you, it's the same way. He puts a, a a a positive comment in your bank account. And so you're growing all of these credits in your bank account. When you look at him, and this is funny because that's if, if you think about relationships that you're in, and not necessarily romantic relationships, but just relationships in general. Um, when you when you see somebody and y'all sparingly see each other, but they keep saying nice stuff to you. You'll find yourself, even though you thought you didn't like them before, you'll find yourself starting to really like them, right? And yeah. then you spend time with them. And when you start spending time with them, the thing is, it used to be before you used to be hit and miss, and they used to say all these good things, and and you accept the good things. And if they said something stupid, you like, well, maybe that wasn't meant for me, and so you'll discount it. But now, mm-hmm. a constant relationship, you're always together. If they say something stupid. It's taking, it's debiting your bank account. So now it's no longer the positive stuff going in. Now the negative stuff is taken out. And at some point, it's going to get to be more negative than positive. And so at the point where it gets to be more negative than positive, that is the time where either one of you can then start having somebody else in your life that has put more positive in than negative. And what people typically do um, especially we got this place in a society. We jump to the the best credit, uh, the, what was the, the the best interest rate. We jump to the you know the, the store that gonna give us the biggest savings. We jump. I mean, because we're fickle like that. And so basically, what happens is we find that somebody else makes us feel better more consistently than the person that we're with, and we go to that person. Not only to, only to realize that when we get to that person, the same thing is gonna happen with the person we're with. Go ahead. Right. That's what actually what I was gonna touch on because it's less like. The, about the specific person being more negative or taking more out than putting in. But it's just when you get um, in a certain level of relationship, that's when it becomes the, the ability to really, you're with that person. They can add to that bank account. They can take out of that bank account. You're consistently dealing with them, uh, having conversations, all that kind of thing. And so, right, when you get to that place where, well, we've gotten to a place where it's feeling like more has been taken out to put in and you have someone that you're not dealing with as consistently um, or on that level, mm-hmm. So they're you're only used to them putting in, then that can cause you to kind of be like, oh, well, maybe this is better. I mean, they make me feel, yeah. making me feel right now. 
Um, and, I mean, I definitely feel like society pushes us to go to that instant gratification, instant gratification. whatever makes me feel good, not necessarily what's right on um, things like that. It's all about being comfortable. Being comfortable. So. Great. You have something to say? Well, what I'm hearing, like, basically how I feel about it is even when you're in a relationship, even when things are bad, even when things are rocky, I feel I, I just don't, I me personally, I just don't agree with, like, going to something that's easier, like, just going to somebody that makes you feel good. Like, communication is, like, a big thing for me. So I feel like, like, say if somebody is, you know, you know depositing into your bank account, maybe you can go to your other person, to the person that you're with in your stable relationship and tell them, hey, like, what happened to when we were doing this? What happened, like, or is something going on with you? Like, you have to, like, talk things out before, like, trying to... You uh, go to other things, basically. I don't know. You look hyper. That's you how know. I feel about that. I was, I was just gonna say I agree. Oh, but yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I agree as well. But again, if you think about it, and this is where like we've gotten as a society, it's it's what we we don't have those communi- those communications. We don't want to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Those are hard kind of conversations. As a mm-hmm. matter of fact, um, again, we talked about this the other day. Irreconcilable differences. People got to the point where now that they 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 could put a term on a reason why I want to get divorced or a term on the reason why I no longer want to be with you. And it's an irreconcilable difference. When the truth of the matter is we're all going to have irreconcilable differences. I mean, we're not going to always agree 100%. And so at some point, it's all about, okay, I'm a man of my word, even though it costs me, even if it costs me personally. That's one of my, my mantras. I'm a man of my word, even if it costs me personally, which means I decided I'm going to be in this relationship and it's my goal to make this relationship work no matter what. There are not a lot of people. Well, I can't say there's not. That's, that's a bad term. You see... No, it's people. You're right. No, it, but in, it, I guess media media will help you to see, um, you know, because there's, there's a whole lot of people ain't on Facebook. There's a whole lot of people ain't on Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of people not on Instagram. Yeah. But those people who are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook are people that will be more apt to let you see the negative side of it than the positive side the of negative it. negative side of relationship? Of, of a relationship. Because if you think about it, like, my wife, for instance, don't want to get on social media. You see what I'm saying? And... Mm-hmm. I think it's because of all the negative things she's heard, but I mean, because they'll tell you like a lot of a lot of affairs start on well for, for the older people on on Facebook because now you're able to connect with people that you were in relationships twenty and thirty years ago that you lost touch with, and again now you're spending that time with them telling you all the good things they remember about you, mm-hmm. and now mm-hmm. you're remembering all the good times you had with them. <laughs> and now, I mean, you see what I'm saying? And then it's yeah. only all it takes is one or two arguments with your spouse. And now you're like, well, hold up, man. I can remember what it used to be like that, and I'm going to go jump ship and do that. And so I think as a society, there are a lot of things that are in place and in play that kind of move us into that direction. And that's why I go back to that whole, um, T, you termed it just some, choosing something as a foundation. But I ter- I'll go back to that whole biblical foundation because it teaches me it's not about me. You know what I'm saying? It's about my commitment to a, a, a greater God, a greater cause. And um, again, marriage is instituted in the church. And so uh, uh, it's like, so I'm, I'm in this through, through bad or for worse. I'm in this because um, I made this commitment. I made this vow before God. Mm-hmm. And so even if it makes me feel, even if I'm sad right now or I'm hurting right now, or whatever else, my thing is I need to spend time cultivating this relationship because mm-hmm. this is the relationship that I asked myself into. But that calls for responsibility. So that that was something that I wanted to touch on as well. When you get into the whole um, integrity, 
but even more so the um what was the word like almost like the contract because relationship like the relationship is a relationship marriage is just the contract for the relationship almost marriage yeah. is you deciding to commit to that for life which is what marriage is supposed to be i'm committing to this for life so through the good through the bad um, whatever's going on in the relationship, you're supposed to look back to this contract that you have signed, um, just thinking about marriage in that type of, of form. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've agreed to this through good and bad. And so just because it's good or just because it's bad, more so the bad, just because it's bad doesn't mean now it's time to find another relationship. Of course, there are extreme circumstances, um, things such as that. But at the end of the day, it's something that you committed to. Exactly. Um, because I feel like a, rela- a relationship is a relationship. And I feel like maybe it's... I, see, I attribute a lot of things to media. Um, and like in the That's movie, what I was going to... Oh, you yeah. go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say... I was going to ask y'all a question. Like, do you think that social media has has actually benefited our communication as people or not? That's funny. I can get into that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make a point real quick. So I, even going into the media, I, I was talking about movies. Like movies have the whole fairy tale ending and all of that, but they don't show you the other side. We're so used to that, and so everything it's like everything's supposed to look good. It's not about commitment, uh, and that I feel like that mm-hmm. even goes into the social media side. Social media mm-hmm. shows us to do what benefits us, and to not really think mm-hmm. about how it affects other people. Um, I'm not gonna be so hard on social media. Um, well, I mean. Because all I was going to say, so so it depends on whether you're talking about social media as a tool, the tool itself, or social media as the culture. It's funny because... I feel like social media as, like, the communication, like, even just, like, um, technology now. Like, do you think us being able to, you know, just text each other anything, FaceTime anytime, like, we can connect at any time with anyone? But again, as a tool, as a tool, I think it's positive. I think, I mean, because I I think about for me, when I was in college, right, and both of you all in college, when I was in college, if I wanted to talk to my girlfriend, um, I either had to Mm -hmm. get on the payphone, right, which, I mean, at High Rise, I mean, (laughs) I went to High Rise, I was at High Rise, (laughs) we only had, like, two payphones, right, and so you had six floors of brothers trying to get on one, on two payphones, and so that wasn't very Mm -hmm. good. Or you had to write, handwrite, because computers were just coming in back in the day, and you had to get in the computer lab to actually type. And then, but you had to handwrite a letter, go buy a stamp, put it on there, and it took three, four days for it to get. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And so, if you look at yeah. what technology has done, it is it has made things more instantaneous. It has made things more instantaneous. Yeah. But the Loki, good comes with the better. bad, huh? I said, Loki, the waiting yeah, is probably like- better for, um, I guess, relationship because we're so used to things being instant. Uh, I feel like yes, a little bit of like, uh, it's way like I don't know. It almost feels like it's deeper. But but think about this now. Think about this. So think about you get a dear John letter. Mm-hmm. You know what a dear John letter is? Yeah. It's like a bad news letter, right? You get you get a dear John letter, yeah. and it's a miscommunication that caused that. Oh okay, I can you know what I'm saying? Right. And now I got to respond to that miscommunication. It's gonna take four days for you to get it. <laughs> like that's an eternity yeah. you know what I'm saying that's an eternity and so again I'm not saying that there are not negative or bad uses for it I'm not saying that it has not caused for a degradation in communication that's not what I'm saying all I'm saying is is because that's how we allowed it to become because yeah. in actuality mm-hmm. it is a tool that is supposed to make things better texting is a tool that is supposed mm-hmm. to make things better it just 
typically does not. And so, it, and again, man, I'm going to tell you, and this is the funny thing. This is why uh, I asked for somebody to volunteer and I gave the criteria that I, I gave is because at the end of the day, I want someone who wants things to be better, who's looking for things to be more positive so that we can start talking about something. Because, I mean, it's easy. It's real easy to say, but that's the way things are going, so we're going to go that way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so we need we need some people who are going to advocate for, for, hey, I understand what the world telling us we're supposed to do, but I don't feel right about that, so I'm going to speak out against it. Right.